to the Turtle Club. We are started. This is the beginning. Hello. We did hello, it, guys. Hello. We made it to episode three. Mark, we're still huh? kicking. Um, yeah, Eli, if you if we should start introducing ourselves. Yeah, I am Eli. Uh, nice, nice, nice to see you guys all back here. All, and all, how many times have you fan. watched? The Master yeah. of Disguise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am Eli, and I have watched Master of Disguise 13 times in 2022. Okay. Jeez. All right. Um, I'm Dave. I'm up to 15 watches now of the Master of Disguise 2002. I'm uh, Michael, and I have watched it 20 times. I said in the last episode I'd hit 20, and I hit it. Damn, Man. you're like fucking Babe Ruth, wow. like calling yeah. his fucking hit. I called my fucking shot. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we have a guest, everybody. Um, yes, we we kind of teased him at the end of episode two, uh, but in case you didn't listen to that, and why wouldn't you? Because we're amazing. Uh, we have the master of the master of disguise here on our show. Uh, uh, the the man himself, the guy behind the master cut uh, uh, Kickstarter attempt. Uh, we have Jacob. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad to be here for this. And I'm Jacob. I think I've. I think we just recently established that I've seen the Master of Disguise about 35 times. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, so for everyone knows, uh, we actually just recorded sort of a bonus interview episode with Jacob because we had too many pressing questions. Uh, we felt, <laughs> and we felt that it would take up way too much time out of a normal episode. Uh, so we are uh, gonna release that sometime in the future, but we just recorded it. So we already uh, got some answers to questions. So if you guys have some very pressing questions for Jacob as to why he did this, um, we we've already got you covered. But uh, any but for people who don't know, Jacob, give a just a brief synopsis of uh, what you did ten years ago. Okay, yeah, I in order to win a bet with my my then girlfriend, I watched The Master of Disguise twenty one days in a row, and I kept a very uh, in depth blog about the the journey so to speak um and uh it was it was a trip it 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 was difficult in in many regards and uh i i got through it and and i'm all the stronger having having done it so and uh, we we found jacob uh and we felt an immediate kinship uh Having watched uh, the Master Disguise <laughs> this many times, it really it like it, it's just like how veterans see each other and immediately have yeah. a connection. You know, it, it crosses all barriers. It's just a, it's a bond that you know immediately. I, I, I if I saw Jacob in public, I would know by looking at him how many times. Yeah, he's seen well, him. yeah, honestly, yeah. it's just a thing. You know, you could tell the look in somebody's me. eyes. Like that guy has seen Master Disguise more than ten times. And he wants to kill himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. also, if it wasn't for Master Disguise, I would see Jacob in public. I'd probably fucking hate him. He'd probably be the worst guy on planet Earth, right, Jacob? Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You can t- you can tell who's a Turtle Club member. Um, yeah, the, uh, f- their official, extreme self-loathing, that. very punchable face. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh my god! So we already uh, covered a lot of ground with Jacob in the interview uh, stuff. So we can get pretty much right into this shit. But uh, boy, just, oh boy! Uh, but to repeat ourselves just a little bit. Um, Jacob watched this. Uh, we established anywhere from thirty to thirty-five times. Uh, the, he returned and watched this movie four more times for us, uh, for our benefit, for this podcast. Uh, Jacob, just again, really quickly, just tell people how it was coming back. 
it, it, in some ways it was like coming home. In other ways it was, <laughs> oh, oh God, I'm still doing shit like this. I need to get my priorities straight. Um, you, I, I will say that my priorities are definitely not straight. Uh, we, we were talking about this a little before the episode, but I, I tested positive for COVID. I'm still here. I'm still doing this. It's a priority for me. Like I made a commitment to watch the, the, yeah. the movie and you're talk a, about it with you guys. You're on so, a yeah, ventilator I'm right now, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, you're yeah. vented, right? Yeah, I, I really hospital, do want to. Yeah, I, we got to give Jacob props. <laughs> Just this morning, he messaged us. He's like, "Hey guys, um, I have COVID. Oh, no, no, no. It was production alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More professionalism than we have ever shown. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm actually writing down him. everything. I'm writing yeah. down everything I'm saying, and someone else is reading it. That's what right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not even your voice. You right now. You're. Yeah. Uh, this is a computerized voice, like Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. But okay, so we have established that Jacob's a fucking trooper, because uh, genuinely, I, 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 like this is like I'm one of the main hosts of this, and I, if I had COVID, I don't think I would be here. <laughs> like, I don't have COVID, and I and I almost wasn't here. I almost yeah, out. Like, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> I I will I will not miss a chance to talk about the master of disguise. <laughs> That's the right attitude, right there. And we respect it. high water. We truly do respect it. <laughs> so let's get straight into the fucking notes, people. We okay. Yeah, we watched okay. this movie so many fucking times. Uh, Dave, uh, he is our yeah. resident um war expert uh we decided he would go first of, uh we decided that dave's gonna go first this round uh, I, so I would okay. just like to say i've made a, i'm making a conscious effort not to get as angry this time um well, well things got I, a little heated things got a little bit heated i, I walked away angry and i'm trying not to do that this time <laughs> so, so dave go ahead oh with with such high hopes uh leaning towards that i'd like to introduce you to uh, my section, what I'd like to call the Turtle Club, into the shell. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I really like that. So, so <laughs> the last podcast, we got that huge reveal from Eli, right? The cuteness is the grandpa. The grandpa, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that changed so. It much changed of a the lot. Movie. It changed a lot. It really oh changes God. how you watch this movie, Jacob. Were you aware <laughs> of this? Because you never mentioned it in your blog. I don't believe. I don't think I picked up on it. I, so so it goes to show you can watch it 21 times and, and miss it. Well, um, I, I, I don't think I would have gotten it if it wasn't for the alternate ending. Yeah, the alternate ending yeah. that's mm-hmm. available on YouTube like shows the grandpa like revealing himself as the cuteness and that like and then they ask him to go back to living as the cuteness, um, <laughs> which is just it, fucked it, up. It ties everything together, though. If, yeah. if, if that's it way. truly does make a lot of sense. But no. yes, it, it fills in really, a lot of plot holes. Finding that out, like does since it? then, I does cannot it? look at that dog. It, what? It does. What plot holes does it? All right. Sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can actually begun. fill. I Dave, can actually fill what in. Okay. Into the shell. So, Keep going. Yeah. Into the shell. So, um, with the cuteness being uh, the grandfather, the scene where Pistachio is on the roof again. <laughs> Um, and he is talking to the orb going, oh, I, you know, I, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm out of ideas. Well, I need some help. The grandfather is talking through the orb saying this is a pre-recorded hologram, but he is answering questions. So I think that's part of the disguise tradition 
to give the grandson the the energico ball and then like project your mind and thoughts through it but it's like a proximity what? thing so you have to be near it that's why the, what? the, the what cuteness the fuck? is there so that's why the cuteness is present <laughs> so he's projecting his mind through the ball using energico if he was projecting and his I... mind why would his face show up Cause, well because yeah. it's his it's that's how he views himself okay yeah on top of that the grandpa even says oh you know be quiet you never know who's listening and then the cuteness barks that's very he's referring, interesting. He's referring to himself. What? That what do you mean? Does... He... <laughs> yeah, that, that's he's... like a wink. Yeah, he's saying, "Oh, you never know who who's listening." And then he's, it's it's like a wink and a nod to himself. No, he's that, like, "Oh, I'm here." That line exists solely because they don't want to say out loud that he's going to dress up as Cherry Pie Man for the reveal. That's. The... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, the Cherry Pie Man cryptid, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm on board with that. I'm fully on board with Cherry Pie Man. The Cherry Pie Man is a cryptid. Is a, it, it, I, I don't think you can deny it. I, there's too much proof. Yeah. Yeah, there's, too much. There's too much proof. And I'll add, I have some lore to add to that when we get to me. So. No, yeah. It's, uh, th- there's a lot that I have about uh, that particular uh, plot point. But Dave, continue. Yeah. Um, uh, God. I really just wanted to start off with like, the different disguisey energico levels and how fast you climb through the ranks i i feel like you could kind of get to the first um like couple hundred fairly easily and then when you hit the like the 500 range it starts to get into the intermediate levels where you get harder and harder challenges that's why we see pistachio kind of like get better and better sort of very quickly as the movie goes along because it's only like a couple of days right yeah, but by the end of the movie, isn't he only uh, 1.5? They never really established what his yeah. uh, exact number is at the end. Because I think you're right, Dave, because I actually did the math on this. And in order, if you were to level up every day for Master yeah. Disguise, because there's 7,000 levels, if you were to level up once a day, it would still take 19 years to reach that's... the top level. See, that's what I, I mean, maybe, maybe with a really impressive disguise, you can just level up multiple levels immediately well that's what i'm thinking it's like in like an rpg when you beat a boss and you can level up like five times afterwards like i'm thinking it's like that so like how many levels do you think pistachio jumped in this particular from 1.5 to his ending and where do you think he ended see there's the are we saying the grandpa is level 7000 in this i need a i need a measure for the top i don't know the cuteness thing is very impressive Okay, can, actually, can you go? I, I, can you go yeah. down levels? Because the grandpa, yes. remember, he's saying that he's rusty at certain points, and like when I'm mm-hmm. at the top of my powers, maybe, maybe it's kind of fluid, and you can go up and down. Yeah, yeah. Um, how how cemented into your level are you? That's actually very good. This is why we have this scholarly gentleman on here, <laughs> uh, because that is a very good, interesting thought process. Dave, what are your thoughts? Let's see now. It, the scene where he disguises as the maid, he obviously says, oh, you know, when I'm on the top of my game, my disguises are seamless. Seamless! And... I was just going to do it. You beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think that's um him trying to downplay the fact that he is the cuteness and being the master of disguise. So uh, the what are the final challenges of the master of disguise to become a master of disguise? I think is to set up is for the grandfather to set up the grandson with an assistant slash wife. 
so uh, the mm. entire challenge for the grandfather was okay well you know i can't be a master without being in his life obviously so i'm gonna go un- in disguise as the cuteness and then like you know deep cover essentially and then just play that out until something happens. i have a different i have a different take on why he became the cuteness if i can share uh yeah, yeah c- continue michael yes um i think he um i really like the idea i think eli brought it up that he is incredibly lazy <laughs> um because like with the the book uh, i forget what it's called um the master of disguise book that they open up and it yeah, tells like them the handbook like, thing yeah, yeah the handbook guy's handbook and um it, it's like level 1.5 apprentice like can't be helped by grandpa you know what i mean yeah yeah i think he's very lazy and so i think he became a dog so that other people would take care of him and that he didn't have to do anything so well, th- yeah, I think that's uh, a very interesting thing. I think part of it could all uh, that uh, is very interesting. I also like Dave's interesting thought though that uh, so Dave kind of threw some lore in there. I don't know if the rest of you guys caught it, but Dave's yeah. theory that uh, a, a master of disguise is much Mary, their assistant. Yeah, yeah, that's would that imply up. that Pistachio's mother was an assistant at one point? And oh, that's, why that's so capable. Yeah. That's yeah, I, I always had. I always got that impression. I never yeah. I never I never saw that. I never understood that uh, to be the case, but that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. So his mom is the one driving away in the car uh, when Fabrizio's Bo Derek at the beginning of this movie. Well, no, see that's less clear because it's a man's voice talking to him. Yeah, that's, a- that's the grandfather. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it's the grandfather. Away. But I think, but I think the grandfather he's talking to the narrator. I don't think he's talking to the driver. No, it it's really weird because they use the same like audio clip, like they recorded at the same time. But I'm ninety percent sure the grandpa then is talking to Fabrizio in response to it, like as the driver though. Yes, I believe the that's what they were intending. The driver, I don't like because yeah. I I don't understand. I I did, never understood it at that. I always understood that it was sort of a joke that Fabrizio was talking to the narrator. Yeah, like I thought that that uh, was sort of supposed to be a joke. And it's oh, a- that's a really bad joke then. Uh, Jacob, what's your take on this? I, if he was talking to the narrator, it didn't land for me. I was. <laughs> Because, uh, I don't know, he's saying, this is my son, as, like, the initial mm-hmm. joke. And that's how you know the movie's getting off to a good start. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think, th- I, I think the grandpa is, 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 uh, definitely, mm-hmm. uh, I, oh, I'm, I'm stumped here. I'm stumped. I think, I think the, I, it, it's not satisfying that he's lazy to me Um, okay can i can i um, add to this a little bit yeah i think he is lazy but cares about his family enough to stick around them so that's why he helps but he does the bare minimum to help no he does the dog minimum actually the right okay um (laughs) he does the dog minimum (laughs) to help and i think it it kind of like shows his character because what does he do that's like hard for him. He shows well, very little I, patience no, 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 for Pistachio. Actually, in a way, I okay. think Michael might have a point here because at the end, when like Jennifer's like, "Shouldn't you help him?" He's like, "No, this is the thing that a father and son yeah. should do." Together. And it's why. <laughs> it's like, why? why wouldn't you help? So I'm actually starting to think that maybe the grandpa is just a lazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I, kind I, of a deadbeat. 
There's two options here. Either the grandfather is the laziest piece of shit ever, <laughs> or or he's playing fucking 5D chess with everybody's minds and yeah. their destinies. And That's I, where like, I'm I am, at. I am willing yeah. to believe either side, because there's evidence for both. Dave has okay. some points. Yeah, for the 5D chess maneuver, I was thinking about that, especially with today's watch. Uh, you know, I watched it before the podcast, just tradition. Um <laughs> Uh, I, I, yeah, this podcast. I, 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 I don't know if you guys have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> they, these guys watch Master Disguise once a week. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Wild, crazy guys. <laughs> I uh, but, but but yeah, I keep going back to like, why is the grandfather so mean? And the scenes that you see him actually be mean is all of them all the way up until like he finally beat like his master challenge. Uh, um, uh, that's not true. There, so like he's he's nice at the end of the movie, and I mean you no, know he's, he's kind of like a rude dick throughout the rest of it. No, he's not. He's using his ego to be an asshole as the grandfather. So then, when the cuteness comes around, it's like, oh, this is the nice, this is the nice character. I'm going to latch on no, to the cuteness. And... No, 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 no. I think. Okay. You're wrong. I think he's mean at the end of the movie. It's what Eli brought up. He literally just like, nah, nah just leave it. Let him fight. Like, that's mean. It's t- And then after that, he's like, just like disguisey tradition. But, yeah, like, I feel I, like he makes this up, the tradition, so, to be yeah. honest with you. Well, so, I, like, either, like, and that scene where he says that father and son should deal with this, either, again, two solutions here, two roads... Either he's a lazy shit and just doesn't want to get involved, or he's a fucking crazy 5D genius who knows that this is what has to be done genuinely. There's no middle ground here. Well, okay, let me offer uh, an alternative explanation. Please. Because my my sort of lore about the grandpa and just disguises in general is that everything is preordained. Like, for them, it's like, it's destiny. He shows up at exactly the right time. When, when he's needed you have the pop-up book right that's like telling you exactly what you need to know kind of breaking the fourth wall and everything okay. but like so I, I think part of what explains the grandpa's attitude is he knows how this is all gonna play out already right it's, it's written in the stars and so so like he I, I, there are too many coincidences that um the gra- the grandpa's at the center of you know so that would that would explain some of so that enters more into like the the five D chess side I, because he's he's on another plane. So you're of, saying of that the grandpa doesn't have free will because he's doing right. what he is already knows has to happen. I don't. I would go further and say I don't think any of the disguises have any free will. Okay. It's all, it's all think, written in that book. I think differently on the movie. And I was going to bring this in my section, but it fits perfectly right here. I think the movie is incredibly secular because there's multiple scenes of like re- reference to God. And the main one is when Pistachio is praying, he goes, please, Heavenly Father, I will never mock you again. Right. Huh. So I don't think the disguises are religious at all. I think they are the I think they're very secular. I don't and so, think, well, I think maybe possibly they don't believe in a Christian god. They believe in their own disguisey religion, the Energico god. Uh, they okay. they worship the Energico. 
Yeah, God is Energico, yeah. Right, but okay. that doesn't work because... I, unless they raise pistachio with no God. I mean, obviously, they, they like, probably, like, Energico... Like, pistachio was uh, obviously not worshipping a Christian God uh, because his father, Fabrizio, would not raise him in that way because, because Fabrizio secretly worships the Energico. Right, but then, so is Pistachio, his whole life just worships this random god he knows nothing about? No, I mean, I don't think he worshipped any god, which is why he right. mocked him. Okay, yeah. okay. Alright, I can get on board with that. Joke. I can get on board with that. I think it huh. makes a lot of sense for the disguises to have a form of religion in the form of the Energico, because obviously to them, Energico works. There is a mystical <laughs> element there, and it yeah. is helping them. You know, and, and it was uh, a source of tension between the grandfather and, yes. and his son, right? Yeah, like it's he, almost like the, left the son family. stepped away. It's like the son yeah. stepped yeah. away from the religion. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a story like of redemption, in a way, of Fabrizio. Of Fabrizio was the one with the arc here, realizing that he was the one in the wrong. And the, yeah, the, it's religious the, redemption, I guess. This is kind huh. of this, this is has really parallels with like the Bible. But also, the po- the positives of Energico, of giving these abilities, are counteracted by the negatives, like Jacob was saying, how they are preordained to do exactly as the book says. Yes. This is an mm-hmm. interesting thought. So, wait, Jesse Ventura was preordained to steal the Liberty <laughs> Bell? <laughs> Dude, that's you wild. He can't explain the ways of God, you know. (laughs) He works in mysterious ways, you know. I can't I can't even keep a straight face. What the fuck are we even saying? (laughs) This is the craziest bullshit I've ever heard in my fucking life. What has this movie done to us? What are we saying? Why? I didn't realize how ridiculous the things we were saying were until you just said that. What is this? I'm so upset. I am so upset with myself for not even... It took like 20 minutes of bullshit God conversation for me to realize how ridiculous this is. We're talking about Master of Disguise. It's a story about religious redemption. This is one of the dumbest things. I've ever been involved look, with. This look, is like look, this look. is the, breaking Amish got their show idea from the Master of Disguise. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, all right let me, Dave. Let me try continue. And, we, that just me, that was a crazy <laughs> rabbit hole. I'm sure Dave will have more. Let me try and ground <laughs> us here by uh, moving on to my next point, um, specifically about Energico and time distortion powers. it's Um, it's like when you're tripping balls with all your friends and like one guy goes off on some crazy tangent about like existing and you're all like totally with it like oh my god alright sorry Dave yeah continue with the time distortion (laughs) this movie needs to be watched on mushrooms it'll happen this year I promise (laughs) so so with um, with the Energico book uh, like the disguise book telling you all the different things that you need to know at the right time. I think that's like the the time distortion. Like, here's the book of events that are going to happen. You have an obvious hang-up. The book, like, molds itself around the timed event and then pops up with the pages. But then, like, if this book has been around for uh, forever, like, you, you assume it's roughly the same age as the uh, nest in a box? 
which was early 12th century, so the 1100s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. did. Um, that timeline. Yeah. So then the book itself is showing like modern farm equipment, modern monsters, like new clothing. Was it showing like these different ages of clothing and monsters and like technology while people were opening the book then, or was it showing like future tech? Are you mm. allowed to open the book at any time? Like, if you like go to the back of the book, will you know when the world ends? I think. Well, that's an interesting question because every both times they open the book, it shows them exactly what they need. So, what if you open it when you don't need something? I think that's yeah. just it, though. It doesn't open until you need something. So, because we sort of got into this last week about how like the book uses Energico to show you exactly what you need to see. At I've that bought time. in on that. I've bought in yeah. on it. And Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, like, but I also really do like Jacob's idea that it is all predetermined, in a way. Mm. Like, yeah, they, I could like they were meant to open thing. the book at that exact moment to that exact page because that, like, that was already pre-written. Mm-hmm. So I, adding adding to that, the scene where um, <laughs> there's actually a fun quip here. Uh, the scene where Lincoln gets help. Um, you know, <laughs> with his speech. Yeah. Now, okay. there's an actual noted event where, uh, you know, like it was such a thrilling um, orator that there was one speech he gave, which nobody recorded it because they were too busy, you know, focusing on him and paying attention to everything. And I think, I think the Master of Disguise scene was just that. It was such an energico event that people were so awestruck. It that could not be recorded in history. It couldn't be recorded. It, it well, I mean, on the realms of imagination, I, I will say it probably couldn't be recorded because they couldn't record things back then. But you know, uh, write it down. They had they had books. You they, mean they writing could... like they? There's a speech of his that no one wrote down. Yeah, that's interesting. As and, as someone who likes history, that's actually very interesting. And now outside yeah, of no. the Master of Disguise, because that's bullshit. What you're saying? Well, but... no, no, no. We know that that <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. speech that wasn't written down was supposed to say. Hit it, boys. Let's party. I like to move it. <laughs> I, guys, I just, um, I so took a drink of my water. I just took a drink of my water and you said that and I did the spit take. That's the worst scene in the movie, easily. Oh, God. I, no, but that's a I don't know one. about worst scene in the movie. That's low, I, though. I think it's the brown face scene. racism is the worst. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yeah. Jacob, that's yeah. the worst scene. Jacob, oh you're forgetting God. the racism. <laughs> the, it's, it's, the, the racism is also a missed opportunity because the grandpa starts to scold him. Like yeah. no 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 like you're you're doing a cheap imitation and then they drop the ball like they had yeah. the opportunity. they double down like oh no yeah yeah they double down it sucks they had oh. they had they the opportunity Brindy. to save themselves I mean it's yeah. already bad because the brown face it's already bad but, but like God, there was so a bad. moment where they could have saved themselves and they the absolutely U- okay. did not the side comment the YouTube comments for the that video and like an interview with Dana Carvey that Eli actually sent me yeah. are hilarious because they're all like you couldn't make jokes like these this nowadays yeah cancel, cancel culture, culture. <laughs> and it's like it's like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> like this is just... it's really funny watching interviews of Dana Carvey trying to promote this movie because he barely talks about it. No, he God, barely talks why. about the movie, and when he does, he's like, "Oh, I play this Italian idiot, and uh, just watch the scene." 
I wonder why he's trying to downplay it. And oftentimes he does it with a weird, like, Paul McCartney impersonation. Well, he doesn't know anything besides impersonating people. It's very weird. Uh, God. All right. I've got I've got one last point to talk about here. Yeah, and it's, Dave, um, you're good. Our, it's our favorite here. The the Cherry Pie... I'm, I like to call it the Cherry Pie Man incident. Yes. Um. So, starting, starting from the top here... Um, I tried to look at this like in a couple of different ways. Um, the beginning of like the whole cherry pie man was Barney Baker on the roof talking to, which I actually want to, before that pistachio is apparently on the roof enough that Barney Baker was able to come into the house and find him directly on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I never actually, I never considered that, that Barney goes straight to the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Like how often is he just chilling on the fucking roof, man? Um, but the scene where he suggests, you know, oh, you know, going as Cherry Pie Man or whatever, and then, um, you know, the, the grandpa wanking to, uh, himself there. The, the cuteness grandfather runs in through the doggy door on this mansion, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then goes in and then sees the aftermath of the scene where, um, what was the chef's name? Palmer? He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. no cherry pie yeah. today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He carts it back out, and his line is, oh, I don't even know where this came from. Right. And then there's just, like, no real, like, like throughput there. It's just like, huh, all right, whatever, this is a pie, I'll just throw it over here. And then <laughs> the guards, when they say, it's, oh, it's cherry pie, man, get him. That means that enough people in the local area, at least know about cherry pie man and it's enough of a recent ish problem that they still continuously talk about it on top of the base possibly being raided by cherry pie man frequently i i'd like yeah okay so this is in my understanding of cherry pie man is that much like a cryptid or like say a ghost like the, yeah. the the idea of a ghost where everybody sees it and they'll talk about it and like oh my god guess what i yeah, saw yeah. I saw the cherry pie man today and then everyone else is like, dude, you're crazy, dude. That never happened. And then they see it and then they're like, oh, my God, it's so, real. This is a big point I want to add up and I'm going to feel like Dave doing this, but I, I need to add to some lore with cherry pie man. Um, okay, so Barney gives him the idea for cherry pie man, correct? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that leads us to two ideas. One, Barney knows who Cherry Pie Man is, which leads yeah. to other questions. Or it's a local cryptid. Or Barney is Cherry Pie Man. Whoa. This makes a lot of sense. And he that tells makes... Pistachio about Cherry Pie Man and the details of Cherry Pie Man so that he can accurately he... So are you him. saying that, that Cherry Pie Man is not actually a like some sort of supernatural being? But is Barney Baker in a cherry pie outfit terrorizing this man local mansion? <laughs> Can I? I'm open add to both to possibilities. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. I think uh, he may be part of a tribe of cherry pie men. Ooh, and he's like in training to be the yeah. next Barney yeah. Baker. Like, uh, just much like Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Jacob. <laughs> if, if Barney, okay, so. So there's obviously this sort of patrilineal thing with the disguises and, right. and, and all of that. And and we were talking about Destiny earlier. Does that mean that Barney is sort of the de facto 
next disguise, which would then kind of explain his early prowess for predetermined yeah because oh. like so that that's very interesting so that means that energico is not a genetic thing no no, no. I, I don't think it is choose chooses who is going to be the next person and Correct. through the predetermination that jacob has already brought up the energico knew that barney baker would be the next in line Whoa! Mm-hmm. So and I bet just if like, they made if they made a sequel, Barney, it would have starred Barney. Just sure. like how <laughs> Pistachio was already putting a towel, uh, his underwear on his head, and doing a beard. Mm-hmm. Barney Baker was going around <laughs> um, a rich person's mansion, terrorizing them as a cherry pie monster. <laughs> just <laughs> inexplicably just shooting cherries, Seeming, seemingly for no reason. He did not know so, why, and that's why we never see Cherry Pie Man on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you know what? Uh, the, the best part about this whole Cherry Pie Man thing is to add to Devil and Bowman's evil character, he's a Cherry Pie Man denier. <laughs> like, he looks he at just like, oh, the Cherry Pie Man, you're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a Cherry Pie Man cryptid denier. So how he evil is, is that? He's a skeptic. <laughs> yeah, he's a skeptic, yeah. I don't know. I'm really glad you guys received this well because when I wrote that in my notes, I was like, they're going to make fun of me so hard for this. <laughs> well, it's very funny that you bring that up because I actually had something in my notes about Barney Baker knowing uh, Cherry Pie Man beforehand, but I never had the leap that Barney mm-hmm. Baker was Cherry Pie Man. See, now, yeah. I to look into that. that. I, yeah, Dave, Dave, as the uh, resident researcher uh, and I'll be expert, the Laura. I mean, you put some yeah. work, put some, put some, uh, look, look into that. So put some man hours mm-hmm. in. Yeah. yeah, and you let us know. You let Jacob, us know, Dave. <laughs> Jacob, as the true master here, what do you? Are you in agreement? I, I like this theory a lot, and I do, and I do think it can uh, tie into to some of my other kind of uh, yes, uh, predetermined things that I've had about this. Yeah. Hmm. This okay. This honestly puts Barney Baker down a very interesting, uh, like destiny. Basically, like down the line, his life is going to be very interesting. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dave, someone oh, who could have been a professional skateboarder in his future now <laughs> needs, has to become a master of disguise. That's kind of sad. He has no choice. He has no choice. It's um, it's like those famous scenes in those bad movies. It's like, no, Dad, it's your dream. It's like that. Like Barney never wanted this, but he has to. But because he the Energico chose him, yeah, he Look, and no that's choice. and that's what's kind of fucked up about it. He could have been a slave it, the rest of his life, but he won that pot race some, and he got sent know, to the the temple. As <laughs> a fan of The Witcher, you know, it's kind of like being a Witcher. You don't choose to be a Witcher. You're a child when it happens, but you're cursed your whole life with this. You know. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, at least Barney will be able to disguise himself as his skateboard heroes and just be better. <laughs> that's true. Skateboard. That's true. Uh, Dave, Dave, what else do you got? Just cherry. Like I'm, I'm losing my Anything mind. Else? With the possibility of cherry pie men. Like that's. I, I think Multiple. that's the wildest things to me. Um, later on, I, I'd like to see about digging more into like disguisey powers, uh, specifically like time manipulation and uh, telepathy. Is I think is I think one of them. So the scene where what? okay, the scene where um, 
uh, Pistachio uh, gets the big reveal about, you know, um, his mom making, just in the kitchen, making food because of the poisoned caramel corn, uh, is kind of changed when he just goes, uh, the mama, look out, when the dude's coming up out of the flower on the table. Yeah. Um, she turns around and, you know, headbutts him, and then gives her big, like, no more caramel corn for me. But did she know that he was there, or did he reach out to her? She is, doesn't have energico. Uh, as far as we know. <laughs> but can I think two it's people like... without energico... Can someone with energico who... To talk to someone who doesn't have energico? I think that's an interesting point. Dave, what do you now, think? Now, I'm thinking it's uh, the master and the assistant combo works like a magnet. A magnet okay. has two polarities, what? right? Okay. It's like a north and a south pole. So the north pole is, um, is like the master, and then the south pole is the assistant. The assistant actually does the majority of the work. Yes. Yeah. Like, any scene that you see Jennifer in, I mean, uh, uh, Pistachio is just out, you know, doing his little, like, disguise and being a huge distraction. And then you see Jennifer going, like, with all these odds and ends and getting, like, all the little details down. She gets the disguisey, like, uh, like, the actual knowledge of being, like, a disguisey and a spy... Meanwhile, Pistachio is getting, like, all the powers and stuff, and it's like, okay, you know, I, I could be the wild card while you're the more structured one here. Yeah, it just in general, it just seems kind of, like, misogynistic that the men are the ones who get the cool powers and the women are, like, the sidekicks always, you know? Like, I why think, aren't there any women with energy code? But I think it's more of a, like, you lead with your bodyguard. Wait, but why aren't there any women with energy code? We don't know that yet. I mean, there's a line of uh, disguises. None of the women had energy go. Yeah, there's that. that Yeah, yeah, I guess. There there is that, like, strong patrilineal line that at least they're showing in the movie. And then, I mean, Hmm. we we could talk for hours just about... uh, (laughs) women in the movie. It's it's really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Oh, God. It's, uh... Yeah, um... That I really feel bad for uh, people of color and women in this movie. Uh, they mm-hmm. they really get the fucking shaft. Um, I'm trying to really think about it. I think the only uh, person of color who gets a line is Palmer, right? Uh, yeah, but it's the ADR cigar maker. Too. Yeah, the, the, the uh, pie maker oh, just, guy. Yeah. Cigar maker. Oh, I guess. cigar maker. Yeah, you're you're okay. You're Palmer. right. The cigar maker there's, is a person of color. Uh, there's the uh, woman will... at at the uh, resort. That just goes, oh, it's President Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah but all the oh, yeah. both the Palmer and that lady are ADR. Like it's not them. That's uh, I don't know. I think it could be Palmer. Uh, the lady is definitely ADR. Um, Palmer mm. also, I think, uh, is in top three characters in this movie. Oh, Palmer's a king. Hey, it's him, Rex, and Trent. Those are the best characters Trent. in the movie. Trent, yeah. Don't, know, don't forget about the Texas guy. Uh, he's man, he's top, he's top ten for sure. Yeah, Trent is number one. I would die for Trent. Uh, I, 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 yeah, Trent is amazing. He has two scenes and he absolutely fucking kills both of them. Yes, yeah, his Trent type blue probably... sweater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, lady, how did they, you freak? How did they not notice Mustache. each other in the bar? I don't. I really can we make a rule not to bring that up ever again because <laughs> I am going to get angry. This is a very short movie, and we have a lot to discuss. It's gonna get brought up. 
Yeah. It's definitely uh, going to be runner-up. I hate that scene so goddamn much. You are trying to horn in on my action. My action, Archa. Archa. <laughs> what? Are you mocking me? What? Uh, are you mocking can you, me? Could you call Mr. Peru a color of character? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay, well... I, I want to pose this question to you. This is something that I, I wanted all of your, your thoughts on. When you are yeah. using Energico, you become another person, right? So yeah, okay. my, my implication, my, what I take from that is in oh. those moments, Pistachio does not exist, right? He oh. is Tony Montana, whatever, Mr. Peru yeah. today, right? Um, um, and so, I, I mean, you could make, this is like the lawyer from hell case where you're like is it actually brown face if if pistachio is truly becoming okay okay um, <laughs> right, in the context uh, in the universe <laughs> of the movie no Man, yeah. okay it's, dana carvey still alive. did brown face yeah. <laughs> pistachio yeah. didn't do brown face yeah dana carvey did but then how do you get brought out of the disguise because he chooses to come out of the disguise sometimes most of the time yeah I, like, so and, do you and, have and some the, awareness? He has to. Yeah, and his his disguises also get interrupted sometimes, like yes. the, the cow pie guy. And, yeah, and, and the cherry cherry well, pie. Man uh, I think of the Quint scene because in that one he brings himself out. Yes, where he's like, "Stop becoming another person." Hmm. So yeah. in that particular scene, he shows that he does have a level of self awareness, but also that could just be because he isn't a master yet. He is a 1.5 apprentice. Mm. But wouldn't that be a benefit? <laughs> wouldn't that always be a benefit knowing you're not? <laughs> Why, If you're a master and then you become someone else and you don't know, that seems like a detriment. Hey, sometimes when you go deep undercover, you forget who you are, you know? Damn. <laughs> you have really to become like another person. It really be like that. <laughs> it really right. do. Yeah, Dave, uh, I am. Um, anything I, else? I, I am um, officially done. Uh, I would just like to, real quick at the end, say Constable Mueller fucking sucks. Yeah, he's um, the one. He's bottom tier. Constable um, Mueller sucks. If, Same with Gammy if, Num Num. If hey, it's okay, okay with everyone, I, um, I just, go ahead. No, I don't like, talk I, about Gammy. I Gammie. like Constable Mueller. What? Do you like Constable Mueller? You just have bad I, taste I like now. Them. I like both of them. Oh. All right. Are you on Jacob? Jacob, real quick. Favorite like top three disguises and bottom three go. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really basic in that I think the turtle is the, it, it's hard to choose anything other than the turtle for number one. I think you got to go with the iconic one, um, and you guys are gonna hate it, but I think Gammy Num Nums might be number yes! two for me. Um, uh... And Mary <laughs> how Gammy... how is Quint? No 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 no. Let him finish. Let him finish. Then we'll yell at him. I like Cherry Pie Man. Maybe Mary, uh, maybe Terry Suave, though. Terry Suave. That's his yeah. name, right? Yeah. Good Terry yeah, Suave, yeah. Terry Suave. Okay, bottom three. Um, I, 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 okay, so I also defer in that I don't like, I, I'm not a huge fart poop joke guy. I don't like the cow pie, this guy. Okay. Um, yeah. And, I, oh, but I love, I love the Jaws rip off too yeah Ooh, he's great tough. quint that's quint yeah that's the best yeah. that's one of the best in the movie it's the best yeah, scene in the I, movie. Like, I like that one um it, it's hard to choose between all your children you know <laughs> i'm asking yeah. you to sophie's choice this please yeah <laughs> please um uh, okay 
Yeah, no, I, I, I'm okay with, with those decisions. I, I don't like Mr. Peru all that much. I, I think Prince Lavi drama is obviously the worst. That's yeah. much like the yeah. clear, clear yeah. bottom. That's, yeah. Um, okay, if it's okay with everyone, I would like to go next. Okay, Michael, you yeah, can go next. Please. But first, I want to yell at Jacob because Gammy Num Num fucking sucks. Gammy Num Num rules. Okay. Yeah. Gammy stand. All I have to say is the line, your, de- your desires are perfectly normal or something like that. Great line. Yeah. And pressure, pressure, pushing me back. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's so and, good. And, and you know what it is? I hate you- the fucking line that's like, like, well, listen here, Buster. Uh, uh, listen here, Backstreet Boy. I'm not going to be the Malcolm in your middle. That, that, that line yeah. makes no fucking sense. Yeah, it's a bunch rough. of references. That really rough. But it, yeah, it's, it's references that don't make sense. Okay. It, it's made up for by, aren't you a tall drink of water and I just love moisture. That is a decent line. Yeah, um, great line. Okay, so my first point is, um, would this movie be better if it was more like Hitman? So for those unaware, Jacob, do you, yes, Jacob, do you play video games? I, I do play video games. I've never played Hitman, though. Okay, so the premise of Hitman for our listeners and Jacob, um, if Agent 47 is this bald guy who knocks people out or kills them and then can put on their outfits and can become them, right, pretty easily. Like, it's kind of, like, comical how easy he can do it. Like, he just puts on a chef outfit and everyone thinks he's the chef. Or a bodyguard outfit, everyone thinks he's a bodyguard and vice versa, right? Or And, and so on. So... Would this movie be better if you remove all energy, better, not more interesting to talk about or anything, but better as a movie, you remove all energy go, and it's just the grandfather teaching Pistachio how to disguise himself without magical powers? So, I feel like if, okay, so I feel like energy go is kind of your balancing factor here, like... If you threw Energico into Hitman, you essentially have like the dark side version of yeah. I, I, I'm kind of with Dave there, Michael. You actually just sort of did the opposite thing for me, where I'm thinking that now Hitman Agent Forty Seven has the power of Energico. All right, let's actually, yeah. listen. <laughs> no, so you just infected another franchise. <laughs> the scene where he throws the suitcase—that's the disguise. That's a nest in a box. He's just whipping at people, and it like travels with his dark energico powers. Um, no, all right, I'm moving on from this because now I don't want you guys to ruin one of my. No, 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 I did, I did. no, 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 no. You're the one who brought this up. You're gonna fucking finish this conversation. Uh, okay, fine. All right, without it, remove Hitman from this. Let's pretend he no energico, no magic. Pistachio okay. is just really good at disguising himself, going undercover, and his grandfather taught him those skills. Would the movie be better? Like, and I think the answer is a resounding no. yes. Well, no. I think I think anything would no. make this movie better. I'm going to be honest with you, but that's is that what we want? <laughs> the no, I don't want that. But I think the, it would be a better movie. First watch, people would enjoy it more. Energico leads to so many questions and so many non-answers that I think it would be a better movie if you remove all of that. Uh, okay, so it, uh, you're thinking it would be better mm. as sort of a spy thriller. In yes, a way. if you make it more spy-like, mm. yes. So like it, like Mission Impossible, but they yeah, focus the even more on the disguise, like the mask. Yes, yes. I mean, that would make it interesting, I guess. But I just I, think I, I think it would be a better movie. I think I I don't think so. 
my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything that Michael just said, eh, I don't know. Nah. I don't I mean, think so. Like, I, I think it would be, I, I think it would just fall in with, fall out of obscurity. Like, there's, it's just too basic like that. You need kind of the magical the, aspect. This movie has already yeah. fallen into obscurity. Yes. <laughs> so, and when you ask me about this movie, no one remembers Energico. <laughs> Anyways, um, my next point. Do you remember um, the turtle scene? My mother-in-law yeah. did remember Energico. When I brought this up to Whoa. my mother-in-law, she immediately was like, Energico. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, oh, there's wow. a line in the movie that always bothered me, and I get to bring it up. Um, when he's talking to the – Devin Bowman is talking to the Black Mark eBay guy. Um, he shows him Fabrizio, and um, the Black Mark eBay guy – can we name him? What are we naming him? I don't know. Um, um, Mike. B-Mark. B, B, B Marky Just Mark Mark yeah Marky. yeah so Mark Marky says are you gonna auction him off and Bowman says too easy what is too easy about auctioning him off because uh, that would just be slavery everyone's done that but like what is he I, I is guess, that what he means I, I I guess that would be like uh oh I'm, you know I'm grabbing a couple more a few million dollars here just to auction this guy off and then he's out of my life but that's too easy i gotta go with this guaranteed he's out of my life route by killing him and his mind no, 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 no. that plan isn't smart enough okay I, I think that's a dumb line and i think it doesn't make sense also another line that pisses me off is when um at right after pistachio is cherry pie man he's like trying to disguise himself as um steve i believe his name is yeah yeah and he goes, and um, Bowman goes, uh, Steve, your wife called. And then it cuts right there. And Steve or Pistachio goes, oh, thanks. Who would just say, oh, your wife called and end it there? Wouldn't they say, like, oh, your wife called? She said, da 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 da. I feel like something I... happened to the end of that scene. It cuts so awkwardly. So like, you just, you want there to wait. be a reason for his fiction, uh, his it, like, non existent yes. wife to have called? Yes. It could just be, hey, give her a call back. You know? yeah, but he doesn't say what, that. It was just like, hey, your wife yeah. called. But no, and if you watch the edit, and I've edited enough things and had to cut things awkwardly enough to know that something was said after that. Like, it, it continues. You can tell by the way it's cut. And it bothers me because I want to know why it's cut and what he said. <laughs> do, <laughs> like, do you what, think somewhere the, the footage exists? No. No, God, no. That would no, be this movie's a dead. stretch. Somewhere in the deep, deep uh, underground, underneath Happy Madison Productions. Some archive somewhere, somewhere, yeah. We can find all the B-roll for Master of Disguise. Um, okay, so next is, um, does the father know that um, the cuteness is is the grandpa? No. No? I doubt it. Absolutely not. Okay, so then that's weird, because, like, I have pets. I change in front of my pets, you know? Yeah, he, Sometimes, definitely, he definitely saw his his, some, his son get his, his bone kids, on. Yeah. Like, this is, that's uncomfortable for me, then. That makes me really, really uncomfortable. Stop changing in front of Mochi. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, your will. cat, Michael, your cat Mochi, uh, that could be uh, a relative of yours. You don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Um, 
So I um I googled what would happen if you add um copper sulfate and luminol. Mm-hmm. Um and this forms a molecule that has an excited um electron state. The molecule then sheds its extra energy in the form of light. This is a cool light that is it has no heat <laughs> created along with it. It looking like a glowing blue color. So it shouldn't have exploded. Um I uh, uh my only thing about that is that you didn't say it right. Yeah. Copper sulfate and a little bit of luminol. Thank you. That's all that's all I needed. That's all I wanted. Um correction I would like to make. Uh fighting does involve energy go. There is a throwaway line about it, so the slapping is energy go. Which line is that? It's um, right when he's getting taught it, he says, like, let the energy go flow through you. Boom. To the slapping mm, So yep. I will make a correction. I said that it does not, but I, it does. See, See I'm, willing to correct, I'm willing to correct myself. And uh, I'm brave. sure you will eventually uh, come to be on Dave's side for everything else. Yeah, Honestly. probably not. So um, another <laughs> question I would like to pose. Um, how does, how do the powers work with fictional people? Because Pistachio... Impersonates Mr. Peru, who's based on Al Pacino's character in Scarface. Scarface, and so is he. A, is Mr. Peru a fictional character in this universe, or is he a real person? And if he's a fictional character, can Pistachio just impersonate fictional characters? Could he impersonate, um, like Sauron from Lord of the Rings and get his powers? So oh. I think actually that has a little bit of lean into it because you've got that scene where Jennifer is running through, um, Devlin's mansion and mm-hmm. you hear hear the guards coming from upstairs going oh there's no way he's uh he's so real looking no nah, man scooby-doo's 3d cgi or whatever mm-hmm. so modern movies it. modern movies are being talked about in this universe oh, meaning okay, that right. he could actually disguise himself as sauron right so then does he get sauron's powers or does I, he get uh, I- one, I would one say second, one does. second, one second. I'm so sorry. Michael, what did you think Dave was about to say? Because you said, don't say it. Oh, I was really worried he was going to say that one of the disguises was Scooby-Doo in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought you may have been worried about, so I just needed to confirm. Thank you. Who's really to say, you know? Yeah, yeah honestly. Because there's a I lot of unmasking it. done in Scooby-Doo. <laughs> you know, the uh, it was predetermined that those guards would talk about Scooby-Doo as they walk by. Okay. So, Scrappy-Doo Scrappy has the power of Energico in the uh, Scooby-Doo <laughs> That's true. movie. That's true. So, but, the, but does he gain powers of fictional characters then? I would say I yes, think... and there's evidence to support it, in that it's yeah. just one scene, but the turtle scene, when he bites the guy's nose off, yeah. is a oh. whole new level of magic that we've seen. Like he disguised himself stuff. as the Go turtle. On. So then it, so, it yeah. leads into another question of, like, why does Pistachio waste his time? <laughs> well, with great power comes great responsibility. Um, this is the good side of energy. Go. It would be irresponsible for him to become Sora. Well, and then also another thing I would like to add, the, the Fabrizio T-poses and floats at the beginning scene. So he as knows, Bo as Bo Derek. so one, can Bo Derek <laughs> fly and two <laughs> where does he get that power like there there is special powers that we don't know how they get 
Well, it's because Bo Derek can fly. Okay, well, that's yeah. what I thought. And that's why Fabrizio can fly, because Bo Derek can. So I think you do gain the powers of fictional people, interestingly <laughs> enough. But and maybe it requires a high... Derek and her ability right. to fly. <laughs> right. Yeah. As we all know, Bo, <laughs> Bo Derek, Derek can, fly. can fly. Okay? <laughs> that's just a given. Okay? <laughs> you can't even argue that. So it, that just I find that interesting that, um, you know, he... Uh, that he doesn't use those powers. Also, another throwaway thing I would like to point out. Um, at the end of the movie, um, Marky is asking Bowman things. It's like a cut a cut scene, yeah, a deleted scene that's show. like, um, oh, what about this? What about this? And then he goes, the Olsen twins? I looked yeah. it up. The Olsen twins were 16. Yeah. yeah I also looked this up. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, he mentions Britney Spears, and Dave was thinking that Britney Spears may have been underage at that point, but she was not. Uh, she was it's so not, creepy. Yeah. It's so creepy, though. Yes. But yeah. uh, the Olsen twins thing, definitely not okay. Yeah, like, that's kind of fucked up that they even left that in. Yeah. Like, but look at the rest of the yeah. movie. Yeah, I just, that's a really creepy thing <laughs> to leave in a movie that they claim is for children. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, well, you have I to... have the same note. It, yeah, I, I once, I, I'm seeing that I wrote in all caps on my blog at one point. This movie is PG, and a grown ass man is inquiring about having a threesome with a man role playing as two 16 year old girls. Yeah, yeah not only are they underage, like... but also that's incest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, rough one. So uh, next, I watched the movie in VR. I used, um, um, shit, what's it called? Oculus Quest 2. Yeah, 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 but the program. Big, big screen, screen VR. Yeah, big screen VR where, like, you sit in a virtual movie theater and watch the movie, and that was great. That was honestly the best experience I've had watching this movie yet. Um, and then um, I, okay, I wrote so, a poem. Well, uh, real quick question. So I oh, know, yeah. uh, because I also have a VR headset, that you are able to throw virtual tomatoes at the screen. Uh, yeah. Were you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. It, yes. It made okay. it more fun. Yeah. Virtual <laughs> tomatoes. Continue. Um, I wrote a poem. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Um. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Well, give the backstory yeah, first. Please, why you please. wrote this poem? Uh, I don't remember. Can you tell me? Yeah. Uh, the other day, uh, we uh, we have a group text. Me, Michael, and Dave. And Michael's like, I don't know if I can do this. This is awful. I fucking hate myself when I'm watching this movie. And I said, write a poem. And yeah, so I, I hold on. So I wrote a poem. Um, are you guys ready? Yes. Please. Yeah, I, please. Um, darkness is all I see. The disguises become me. Do I continue? Should I rebel? Will pistachio let me be? I feel like a turtle in a shell. My ears ringing from the Liberty Bell. I am lost. Why did I agree? Num Num has me under her spell. Ah. The inconsistencies make my eyes bleed. Was this just created out of greed? This experience <laughs> is the eighth layer of hell. I just need to be freed. Thoughts? I, that... It sounds like you're having a good time. <laughs> if, yeah if there's anything i can glean from that is that is from a happy person yeah honestly <laughs> um, having just the I, best time i uh that you put more effort into that than i assumed you would that uh that was actually uh very i well did I, re- I did I, I did like a real rhyme scheme like yeah 
I, uh, I think it's beautiful, and this movie brings the best out of people. <laughs> it, it, re- it reaches into some places that we didn't know we had. Mm-hmm. It, it really does open up your soul creatively. Um, so just a few final notes, quick quick fire notes. Um, uh, Trent is the best character in the movie. Trent's um, great. Okay. Yeah. Second is um, Rex rocks, he gets it. Yeah, he knows what's up. Uh, he knocking over pistachio was the right idea. Um, and finally, um, the nest in a box in the box is uh, breaks the rule of Chekhov's gun because we never see it in action. It's introduced like Chekhov's gun, but it never comes into play really. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Like he never needs a, to use it. It might have been part of a cut scene. But I don't know, like but it. But like it literally is introduced like Chekhov's gun, and but it's not there. Yeah. Um. One final thing, I emailed you guys a link or an email at the beginning of this podcast with the subject line "Don't open till further notice." Now is that notice? We've okay. mentioned before that the end of the movie with um, George Washington, they are impersonating like they couldn't get the main actors back, so they um, just used the goons from earlier. Those are not the like the if you are you guys no looking at the way. pictures? Yeah, I'm these are not the same. Eli won't be able to notice it because he has face blindness, that but true. um, they are different people. These are the fucking actors, Fabrizio and the grandpa, in the makeup for the these hell? side characters. It's what not the actually the side characters, it's the wait. main people in the makeup wait. for the side characters. So that, that's the wait, what. Yes. They're different so, people. <laughs> so, which leads to the question, because that's obviously who they're trying to be, but that's Fabrizio and the grandpa. Why, yeah. one, why are they in makeup for it? It's established in the movie that you just look exactly like the other person. And two, why didn't they just be themselves? Wait, so that's Harold Gold and James Brolin in that I believe that it is. Makeup? I believe in so. Top, it looks yeah, like it. In what? Two. Wait. Yeah. Why? <laughs> i don't know i don't know what and then below weird... so like that's below that's who they're trying to be obviously the yeah, people yeah. in the quint scene i always assumed that they were the same actors right because yeah. you don't they're, you hardly see their face but i'm what but I these are just dumped diff- over it doesn't make any fucking sense to me it breaks the rules <laughs> of the movie and if you couldn't get the side characters back for some weird reason why have them i'm just so just do something else not that... cool with what is happening right now what are you <laughs> wait that, that's a this good find so wait how do they talk how do like uh, what are their voices do they say because like they snap their it's like off screen it's like off screen yeah the, the, they, they have, do uh-huh. have the voices of those actors though. yes they, they sound like the grandpa and the dad they yeah like what I'm... so it's like i, I don't because they are, it's obviously in the top picture at the end of the movie in the George Bush scene, the grandpa and the dad in makeup, like the actors in makeup. Yeah. But because they couldn't get the side characters back. What the- I'm- but that breaks the rules of the fucking movie. So, and okay. Okay. why do that? This is a very visual element. Uh, really quick, just for people listening. Uh, the, the main henchmen come back in the last scene. Um, th- there was a reshoot, and for some reason, uh, it's different actors. We know that for sure. Yeah. But it it might be 
Harold Gould and James Brolin, the like two like older actors in in makeup to look like the minor henchmen. Why would you put in that effort? I don't. I and it makes yeah, it, it breaks the rules of the movie and it like why do that if you couldn't get the side characters back? Do something different. I what the fuck? I'm hmm. I'm, I'm actually confused. <laughs> I'm. So, okay, uh, like you mentioned, I have face blindness. I can't tell the difference between people's faces. Um, that, like, uh, but, like, I, so, to me, these look identical in these pictures that you just sent us. Um, okay. Even if I had opened this email early, I would not understand what it was. Okay. What the um, hell? But I just, like, is it obvious? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's, right, Jacob? It's noticeable that now that you're looking more it's at it. It's noticeable, yeah. It, the scene is so fast that, that you like, don't it's notice it. The only yeah. thing I found is because I got a phone call during the end of the movie and I paused it. Huh. I'm so not okay with this. That That is a dumb villain. Yeah, it made me so mad. Uh, but this I'm is... done. If someone would like to go next. Uh, uh, okay, so... Uh, mm, mm, this... Okay, I'm not done reacting to this, though. Give me a second. No. I just need to yeah. process. Yeah. Because this is one of the weirder things, if not the weirdest, yeah. about, like... I, j- mm, mm, okay, okay, mm. okay. We can move on. We, I, we can move on. The endings I, it are just, a mess. It, it's and, taken and me a second. It's here. taken me a second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jacob, would you like to go next or should I? Um, go for it. And and then uh, I have some rapid fires and, and some prompts and questions. Okay. For you. All right. Perfect. You know, gotcha. that'll be a good gotcha. way to end it. So um, I, I um, am going to go through uh, my different viewings uh, real quick. Uh, when, oh, when, no. we, when I was last on an episode, I had watched it six times. So my seventh viewing um, uh, wasn't wasn't that bad. I um I and I think and I have a suspicion that it was because it was right after we recorded an episode. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I don't know what it is, but like this is almost like therapeutic in a way having these yeah. conversations in the episodes. Yes, yeah, it's, it's because the like my sixth viewing, if you recall, was the most dull, boring bullshit, and I was googling yeah. mineral water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I would like to say every store I go to with a like bottled water section, I'm looking for it, and I don't. See I it. yeah, I'm the same way. I've been looking for the Soleil water. Um, but like my seventh viewing for some reason, and I think it was because it was right after like I was able to vent it uh, with uh, 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 peers. Uh, not so bad. It was like I was all right. I um, not a lot of new things. Um, I. Uh, had a weird observation that Jacob actually had in his blog uh, that I later read. Uh, when Constable Mueller shows up at the house, uh, he asks for Jennifer Baker when they don't know her as Jennifer Baker. They know they know her as Barb. Yeah. Oh. oh. I mean, that could be part of like his uh, his like non-training background like, like he messed right up. but they don't react to it they're like okay yeah the fact that they're like okay yeah we'll go get her like they don't know that huh. she's jennifer baker they they know her as barb like so that's I, that's like something um i didn't like uh i think one of the unsung heroes of this movie is keenan's friend doug <laughs> <What's> <laughs> the dude chilling in the background reading a magazine he doesn't give a shit 
when Keenan Thompson is like eating cereal and being like, dude, there's ninjas on the screen right now. That yeah. guy doesn't give a fuck. He's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, cool ninjas. His friend got Doug it. is stoned as fuck. He's in his element. He's moisturized and he's vibing. He doesn't need any of this Keenan Thompson bullshit. Uh, so I wanted to, I wanted that to be known. Um, I um, have a, I, I, I noticed something, and Dave, this is something that you could probably sink your teeth into a little bit. But okay. I have a um, slight theory that uh, Devlin Bowman is a dying man. Great start. I think throughout this movie, Devlin Bowman has a, a an illness. And I don't think he's going to get better. So it's like a Breaking Bad situation? I think it might be. Uh, mm-hmm. So there, there's a few things that make me think this. Uh, one... Uh, the fact that he's not able to control his bowels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just a little extra party. I just, like, I, I think, I don't think we should be laughing at this man. I think he's struggling. Um, yeah. I think, I think he has uh, some gastrointestinal issues uh, that are, are, he has definitely some issues. But th- th- there's a lot of going on. He probably developed the sickness while he was in prison, in the Italian prison. And uh, there's something, the, the one big thing that really lead, led me to this theory was uh, when he first introduces himself to Fabrizio, Fabrizio says very clearly, he goes, you're a sick man, Bowman. Hmm. No, 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 I don't think he means it that way. No, think about it. So... No, I did. I did think about it. <laughs> and I, no, I did. So Fabrizio is telling us, the audience, that Bowman is sick and dying. No, he's not. What? What? Who's to say he isn't? Me. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you to say that Devlin Bowman is not a sick man? Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. How many well people do you know that can fart so hard at the bottom of a pool that a, a, that a wave comes out? Listen, yeah, that's like your death fart. <laughs> yeah, I, he. I think he dies there. I, I mean, oh knows, for sure. Like, that man oh, is yeah. dead as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you that he absolutely died, but I don't think your, he was well beforehand. Your bowels release on death. I think that was so a mercy killing, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just something to think about. <laughs> I, I don't agree with this, but go on. Look, I'm not. I'm not gonna feel bad for a, a rich man dying, specifically a cherry pie man denier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's correct. Um, okay, so then there was my eighth viewing. Um, I uh, decided uh, I fucking hate myself, so I watched it upside down. Yeah. Okay. Um, why not? Like you physically or the movie? It's the movie. I switched it upside down. <laughs> I was hoping you were upside down the whole time. Yeah, that would be that would be harder. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, no, um, the, I watched the movie upside down, and I'm gonna tell you something. It changes nothing. It's still awful. <laughs> it's, in fact, it's worse. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just harder to watch. Uh, I didn't. I noticed nothing new. I uh, just had a terrible time watching it. It was a bad idea. Um, I have some speaking, bad ideas for the future. Then, uh, speaking of bad ideas, uh, my ninth viewing, I kind of got frustrated that viewing eight didn't yield any results. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go full Michael mode on this. I'm going to torture myself, uh, for my art here. So I started the movie with a rule that I was going to watch the entire movie while standing on one foot. 
low. Oh. And every time huh. I lost balance and had to like put my other foot down, I was going to rewind the movie by three minutes. Oh. Um, I I I uh, it ended up taking me about uh, a little bit over two hours to finish the movie. You have some good balance, Eli. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I I mean I felt uh, fell qu- quite a few times, but yeah, my balance is all right. But um, the I think the most the most embarrassing moments of uh falling were the first fart joke made me laugh and I lost my balance. <laughs> uh, that's that that was uh embarrassing. Oh, and also uh one of the rules was halfway through the movie I swapped feet. Um, okay. So I, I wasn't like dying. Um. I fell during the uh, the ship pile song. The he's the master of. Oh, you guys, all right. That's not bad. You I fell to, during yeah. that song uh, because I was dancing. <laughs> yeah, you got to rock out. Uh, but it was okay because I got to rewatch the Quint scene. Yeah, <laughs> which is the best scene. Um, one of my notes here is just I hate this so goddamn much. Someone please send help. I hate this so goddamn much. Uh, I'm sleep deprived. Why did I do this? Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, movie is done. I am not watching credits on one foot. So help me God. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, uh, that was a little bit over ten minutes without the credits. So um, I I'm gonna tell I'm gonna be straight up with you. This was my absolute worst experience with this movie. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I get you. Uh, I have I have a similar idea in the future. I'm not gonna spoil anything. But I uh I... like j- like this movie is very short. But yeah. it does not feel like it when you are God, standing on one foot. It doesn't feel like it when you're just watching it normally. This movie is agonizingly long. Yeah. When you're putting yourself through a physical challenge like this. And it is... I fucking... Like, genuinely, the thoughts that were going through my head... It was, I, I wasn't thinking about the movie. I, I Every time I thought about the movie, I just thought about how much I had left. Like, every thought I had in my head was, like, rethinking decisions of my life. I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, what kind of person does this? Who am I? It, like, genuinely, I feel like I hurt my own ego by watching the movie in this fashion. It was yeah. really rough. <laughs> I, I did not enjoy my time with viewing Nine, and it was really not not my best moment mentally. I'm gonna be honest with you. But um, so for viewing Ten, I decided to do something a little bit more fun. Okay. Um, and this yeah. is something that uh, Dave and Michael can hop on because I did what is called Dark Side oh, yeah. of the Disguise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, decided to start uh, the movie Master Disguise at the exact same time I started Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Um, he was texting us during this. We have a rule that we're not allowed to share much outside of the viewings, but he said, I'm going to break a rule and tell you guys how to watch the movie. Yeah. Um, so he made us watch it this way as well. I Dave made I. Michael and Dave watch it in this fashion as well. Pretty entertaining, uh, actually. I it um, does not sync up as much as you thought. But it that's syn- okay. it syncs up way more than it should. I guess <laughs> it syncs up more than fucking like Wizard of Oz. And Is that's that true? The, that's the famous the, one. The, okay. Yeah, in the Wizard of Oz, the the standout moment is I think they go like black, 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 and blue, and then it switches to her wearing like a blue dress, and that was all that I was looking. I I didn't repeat Dark Side of the Moon in one of the viewings. I just did it once through, and then mm-hmm. uh, kind of compared the experience of that to the the 
standard viewing experience after. I don't yeah. recall anything interesting happening during the black and blue part. So that felt mm. disappointing, that aspect mm. of it. In the Wizard of Oz or Master of Disguise? No, in the Wizard of Oz it does. In the yeah. Master of Disguise. Yeah. Master of yeah. Disguise. Uh, Wizard of Oz, no, I'm with you. The only like kind of cool part is that like time, the, the song Time with all the alarms and stuff, starts yeah. right around the time that it switches to color. Mm-hmm. And like that's kind of cool, but it's not even like a perfect sync. Like I genuinely was disappointed about that, and it's like, and so for this, I uh, got myself very, very high on marijuana, um, <laughs> and I decide I'm like I'm gonna fucking Dark Side of the Skies is bullshit, and I am not bullshitting you. I think the first twenty minutes of the album syncs up like really well. Yeah, and then and you like lose how... it for a while, and then yeah. Like, Great gig in the sky starts the exact second that the grandpa opens the door. Like you yeah. see the grandpa the moment that Great Gig in the Sky starts. The fucking like the Master of Disguise logo shit, like it hits hard as like uh, I I think it sinks better than it has any right into the song breathe in the air like mm-hmm. the actual like hit on it, like when it comes in is when they show the Master of Disguise fucking logo. Yeah, um, uh, when he's at the Turtle Club, it's, um... um, Brain damage. Brain damage, yeah. (laughs) Yes, I was gonna bring that up! Brain damage starts Mm -hmm. when they're in the Turtle Club. Like, right as they enter the Turtle Club, it starts. And then the Black Mark eBay scene uh, starts at the exact same time as Money. Mm -hmm. Which is a really Mm. good sync up. Um, I I did this in VR as well. Oh, really? Wow. Mm -hmm. Did you throw tomatoes there? Deeply immersive. Yeah. Uh, so like I uh, I muted the movie um, yeah. and just had on the songs, which uh, this is a much more pleasurable experience than my ninth viewing than the stupid fucking one foot thing, because <laughs> I had a great time. I genuinely I think on Letterboxd I think I gave this like four stars. I was like this is fucking great. You you were a little too stoned I think though because you were telling me. <laughs> Like, I, I had to pause it at some points and just pace because it's some crazy shit happened. No, I didn't pause it. I literally got up and started walking back and forth. I was like, dude, and what the fuck? Like, it was what not that crazy. It was it not was. that it crazy. It absolutely was. No. And, like, I was having a great time. Don't try to ruin this for me. No. This, like, this shit was really good. And it's it's almost perfect because, like, I, like, I let the album loop about halfway through, like, the movie. And it... The the movie is almost the length of two listens through the album, like it's uh, very it's like close. Two, it's like one and a half. If you, well, I don't know. If you get to the end of the credits, like the credits yeah. are playing as um, like brain damage is playing, which I think is appropriate. Yeah, uh, brain damage for its second time. Uh, they're like, and it's kind of cool. The cherry pie man is running through the guards as the sax solo in Great Gig in the Sky plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good scene. Um. Or I mean, during money plays, it, it, it like yeah. there's some there's more shit to this than it has any right to, and I really do recommend that our uh, listeners try this. Um, I I second that. It is it is an interesting way to watch it. Yeah, Dave, it's back okay. me up here a little bit. Like you you it's saw okay. the sync ups. Yeah, um, I I really did want to bring up um the joke of how brain damage starts when they're in the turtle club. Yeah, and then yeah. uh, yeah, and then um time with the grandpa. Or uh, Great Gig in the Sky, right? Yeah, it's just, like, not as good as 
you made it out to be. I'm gonna be honest. I was expecting like near perfect sync, and it was uh, there was like a, like like seventy five percent of this movie has no sync up at all with it. <laughs> so there there's some know. shit that like if you read into it, I think it syncs up. I literally was sitting there like, man, I think Perry. Andalyn Blake is sending me messages, you know, like messages no. not not just for inner person who does this, but to me specifically. Yeah, I don't know about that. Think about it. <laughs> I uh, then my 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 eleventh viewing. I went. In, I was riding in real hot. Um, I had just a regular viewing. Uh, no crazy theme or anything. I just sat down and watched it. Um, uh, the, uh a couple things. Um. Just real quick, uh, those truly are man-sized meatballs. No, huge. Yes, they are huge. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, I don't know how you could have a full plate of spaghetti in more than one of those fucking things. Like, it's like the size yeah. of like a shot put. Yeah, like, yeah. It's 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 a freaking uh, softball-sized meatball. Like it's like it's. I would say it's even possibly even bigger. Like it's gigantic. How is it's it like not bending the fork? When he yeah. has it on it, like when he's yeah, like, really. you ask Jeeves." Also, yeah. what a great restaurant to accommodate that request. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent decor in the restaurant too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you know what? We, hey, we talked I, about this last episode, uh, Michael. I paid more attention. I don't. I don't have any. It's hatred so toward. bad. It is so bad. Jacob, what do you think um, of the decor in the restaurant? Um, I. I, I wish it were uh, more carpeted. I have a thing for carpeted Italian restaurants. I, I believe there's Wait, like a what? tile floor there. Yes. I, I love carpeted restaurants. Carpeted Italian restaurants? That's so I specific. Love I love that it. is so specific. I'm, I'm, also, that I'm, carpet it's, is it's, fucking disgusting. It's a cozy home vibe. I love it. It's cozy. Yeah, it's, it's real. I, I mean, I'm in Rhode Island. Like real Rhode Island vibes. Uh, with carpeted restaurants. Uh, <laughs> That's not so. so I, if I travel to Rhode Island, I should expect carpeted restaurants. <laughs> if you if you go to you know uh, kind of standard fare, nothing special Italian joints, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, very specific. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? I'm back on board with the restaurant. I'm fine with it now. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah. That's all it needed. By the way, I got an explanation for the corned beef ravioli shit. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so I was watching some extra behind-the-scenes shit with Dana Carvey and whatnot, and he describes that the background of his character is that he is half Irish, half Italian des- descent. So oh. that is what that is. Oh. His mom is Irish and his dad is Italian, so that's they, like, what a never talk about is. that. They, like, never talk about that. No, they don't. And oh. that's that's the joke. That's what it's supposed to be. Um, huh. And it took me fucking digging through, the like, 20-year-old videos... For Dana Carvey to even like mention that it was absolutely Which, ridiculous. By the way, the scenes that they show—I don't know if I brought this up already—the scenes that they show in those interviews is the racist scene. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> the scene that they used to promote this movie on talk shows was the brown face scene. Yeah. Oh, wow. Boy. The tripling down on it—that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Not only did they double down, <laughs> <laughs> they promoted it. Oh um, boy, that so hurts. So there was a uh, a. Okay, so there was a, a deleted scene, another deleted scene that I just discovered, that um, apparently uh, his mom's cannoli was supposed to have a much bigger plot point. Okay. Behind what? it. So you know how, like, right before she gets kidnapped, she's like, oh, a little cannoli for a little pistachio. 
Um, and then he puts uh, the then he puts the cannoli on the phone with the police, and the police absolutely do not uh, like that. Um, (laughs) There's a scene later on. So you know, in the credits, when it's showing all those other disguises um, randomly that we don't actually see in the movie. Yeah. Um, and they look like they're being shot in like some weird fancy hotel room or something. Those were part of a scene. Uh, right between the Cherry Pie Man sequence and the Steve Wife sequence, there was a scene where they, uh, where, uh, uh, Pistachio, uh, doesn't know what to do, so he eats his mom's cannoli, which is supposedly filled with Energico for some reason, and then he goes nuts and starts doing a Scooby-Doo chase through this hallway of doors. And every time <laughs> the, the the henchmen open another door, there's another crazy disguise behind the door. And that and that that was a whole sequence of where all those credit scenes are. Um, and it, like there's even some returning bits. Like Quint comes back. Uh, the turtle guy comes back for a second. It like it. Yeah. It's absolutely a bizarre sequence, and I can definitely see why they cut that one. Which this actually might be the first deleted scene that I have watched where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm glad they removed that." Yeah. <laughs> like that—that sound—that was a miserable watch. But like, it's, it's just very weird that the mama's cannoli is supposed to have such a bigger presence. Um, oh God, I mean, I'm now I'm thinking about like. So in the scene where she puts in, uh, like she's talking to the cannoli, she's like, "Oh, you'll make my pistachio so happy," and then she puts a cherry in the cannoli. So, what are the cherry pie man lore implications oh, here? Boy. Oh, oh my wow. god, Dave, uh, Dave, 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 <laughs> you have just hit upon something. Um, this is very. I, we need, I think we need to report back with this. I think There's we all need to do one cherry like. I feel, no, like, I just keep, I, I feel like I just keep giving Dave homework. <laughs> this is yeah. something that I don't think we can properly answer yet. This is deep. I don't think yeah, we're equipped. Is... I think we need to no. watch this movie at least ten more times yeah. Uh, yeah. before we get to this point. Uh, Jacob might have an idea, but he, he can't tell us yet. The, the cuteness <laughs> eats the cherry, too. Um, oh, so fuck. At some point. So, so well, some, he, he... there might be something up. There's more to examine there in terms of eating cherries. The cuteness licks the cherry pie that this uh, yeah. pistachio was coming out of. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think I think that could be like a like a signal to say, oh, it's all right to come out. Oh, I, that's interesting. So you, but then why does the cuteness faint? Then why is the cuteness so surprised? Oh, that's a good oh, yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It can't be in order. Oh, well, yeah. This yeah. is I don't know. There's a lot of again. We're not equipped to answer this question yet. But Dave has just busted open a door. That's very interesting. Uh, another thing I noticed is that the Black Mark eBay scene, a lot of those items in the background are international items. Yeah. How long has it been? I don't know. That scene cracks me up, though. <laughs> There's Mona Lisa, a Betsy Ross original. <laughs> and also that weird dig at Bruce Willis and Die yeah. Hard 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got his wig. We like we have Bruce Willis's hairpiece from Die Hard Two. Like too. what? Like Die Hard Two is already like fifteen years old at this yeah. point. Like yeah. when they were making this movie, like what a weird dig. I'm so, like it's a very weird moment, but it's just yeah. like it fucks up the timeline of this movie because like in my head this movie takes place over like one week, but there's no oh, way. God, yeah. 
Yeah. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> There's Mona Lisa. Yeah. A Betsy Ross original. Uh, another big um thing I noticed um was that so you know how the ending scene in Costa Rica, the entire purpose of them being there is to get the constitution back from Bowman? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh in that scene he doesn't take the constitution with him. No, he does not, no. When he runs away farting, the Constitution is still on display on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah what the hell happened there? Did he I... have, like, a, a decoy or something? No, we just, it was bad <laughs> filmmaking, Dave. Bad no, no, filmmaking. We, we have already established that there is no plot points. Okay. I mean, plot holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, there is no plot points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 plot holes, plot holes. <laughs> I take it back. There are no plot points. You're right. <laughs> That's that Freudian slip right there. <laughs> no, no, no plot holes. <laughs> also, also, I'd like to point out that um, Fabrizio's disguise as Bowman is not perfect. No, it isn't. Uh, what do you mean? At, at one point, when he starts dying laughing, he doesn't fart. And his hair is fucked up. Uh, no, the oh, hair is not important. That's right. And I, it's because for it's because Fabrizio is not a dying man. Stop saying no, but he is because you become the other person. But I don't think Fabrizio is doing very well at this disguise. Mm. I think he may have lost some levels because he moved over to the dark side. He got thrown to the dark side, so you got tossed back a few ranks. He stop. <laughs> also they give jessica simpson the lunar module in exchange for a couple cds yeah <laughs> like thanks for the cds they're probably not even autographed this thing was on the moon no they were autographed were they yeah same with oh, the, yeah, uh, the, the jesse ventura too. figures yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my 12th viewing uh, was pretty miserable. Uh, not a lot of new observations. Uh, the grandpa's uh, master disguise robe is really fucking sick. Um, yeah. yeah. The red one with like the logo on it. I, yeah, I yeah, really yeah. dig that. And I kind of want it. Um, and I, I don't know how I would ever get my hands on such a thing. But that is uh, now like sort of my bucket list of purchases as a master disguise like Illuminati robe. Custom make yeah. Um, does the grandpa ever refer to Jennifer by name? Ooh. Huh. Uh, no, no, no. He says like employee and shit. Yeah, it's just a lot more about the misogyny here. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Um, my, my, uh, <laughs> my thirteenth viewing, which was just today, uh, I, literally about half an hour before we started recording, um. The policeman on the phone that tells uh, that hangs up on the cannoli that says "Don't call again" kind of sounds like the slapping dummy man. Yeah, a little oh, bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a just, little like bit. It, it almost sounds exactly like the slapping dummy man as the policeman. So I'm wondering if the slapping dummy man uh, has a phone inside the slapping dummy. Yeah. And is uh, is answering the phone for the police. Uh, He's got a side gig, so that's good to know. Yeah. It's, hard to, it's hard to live in this economy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> slapping Dummy Man is a dispatcher inside the Slapping Dummy. And also, uh, just my last big major note is that uh, the only part of this movie 
that still makes me laugh occasionally uh, is the farts. Um, the farts still just kill it. Here's Mona Lisa and my tight blue sweater are the only things that get me. Oh, and, oh, I didn't even say this. Um, I love when Sophia calls pistachio pistachios. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> pistachios. <laughs> Goodbye, I, pistachios. I like that, but I don't laugh at it. No, but I love that. I love that scene so much. <laughs> um, and, I, and I honestly wanted to think, I wanted to have a discussion, um, uh, to see if you, if we could rank the farts, uh, in this movie oh uh, okay the best one is when he thinks he isn't gonna fart but then he farts um and yeah. then everything else is after that what's the word i'd say that i'd say number two would be the one where he's like he's running away and farting yeah um yeah, yeah but uh, the worst i don't know i think the, the worst is the death fart. <clears throat> yeah. yeah probably that's the least funny it's least it's it, the least funny it's triumphant he's, he's gonna live yeah. and fight another day maybe yeah, well, <laughs> lived a fart another day. That was a roar. Okay. He died. So, <laughs> he died like a lion, not like a mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ten, ten, ten years ago, apparently, I assigned letter grades to the fart. I do uh, remember first, you also yeah, ranked first them. one. I gave a C. Um, when they're escaping in the car, there's the pause one, so it's a bit better. So that was a B plus. The third one, I gave a C minus. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to yeah. There's got to be oh the toot 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 the rhythmic toot 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 when he's running away. I give him a yeah. plus plus <laughs> simply yeah. because I can never give a fart joke an A. Yeah, and the last yeah. one apparent the death fart I apparently gave simultaneously an F and an A. <laughs> and, that, and that's very very fair. <laughs> that's uh, fair. He yeah. he truly went out uh, in a blaze of glory. Uh, he went out swinging, and I got to respect Devil Bowman for that because honestly we we've been talking about the top characters in this movie. And oh, I, one I of my Trent, notes is, is Devin Bowman's the best. Yeah, Trent's number one. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. I, we cannot deny that with the time that Trent is given, that he uses he it. Kills it. Like, kills he it. kills like, it. He kills like, it. Same with I Rex, in my opinion. I a single line that Trent has that I don't like. Same um, with Rex. Uh, I don't like Rex as much. I like his laugh. Yeah. Um, the uh, But I really love Devlin Bowman. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> and even when it's hit brent spiner like data like as fabrizio sort of impersonating himself he's like my name is devlin bowman, bowman. i have oh, a secret a underground, underground lair filled <laughs> with rare objects <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's the best yeah. That, he goes for it. that still makes me laugh sometimes, but the farts are the only things that I still laugh at almost every viewing, even when I hate myself. That's a very same kind of. Uh, yeah, I have to have something. Give me something. Oh, also, uh, what b- before I hand it over to Jacob, um, there was uh, one thing that we sort of discussed last time. Dave brought it up. Uh, Dave asked, hmm. "Where did he get the ninjas?" Yeah, I, I uh, can't, it was sort of an off uh, offhand joke at the time, but I really put some thought into it. Uh, okay. I, I made a joke that there's an app that he uses called Ninja Please. Ninja Please. And I th- put some thought into it, and I actually think it makes sense plot-wise, because the reason that these ninjas all run away is because they're not full-time workers. This is an Uber situation. They're contract workers, so they get no health insurance. Ah, good for them. No. Always, they, always they fight for the worker. To the man. Hell, fucking yeah! They should create a union. 
Yeah, I'm that's saying they that all... these ninjas should unionize. Yeah, that's when they all leave, and he's like, "Oh, if you stay, I'll give you a raise." And then yeah. they're on they're strike. Like, oh, he'll never pay. They are on strike. Oh those hell ninjas, yeah, dude! Those ninjas dude, create a movement on their way out. That's based as fuck, dude. So these I just ninjas. wanted to say these yeah. ninjas are fucking based. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they know what's up. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, on that note, I would like to hand it over to the master of the master disguise, uh, Mister Jacob. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so here, here were my viewings, the rundown of them. One was a, a weeknight with my fiance, who was very reluctantly dragged into this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that was a standard viewing. I would say, like, the initial feeling of first returning to this world um, was sort of a warm bath of nostalgia. Where, right. regardless of what I was watching on the screen, it was like I'm here again. Okay. All right. Then right. immediately following that, my thought were the pace of this movie and like is just absolutely insane. Like it makes oh, no so sense. It's like there's like all this like exposition at the beginning and then it's so rushed at the end and like yeah. trying to piece together the timeline of like how did they get the Liberty Bell? How what would that like map quest trek look like to like like yeah. none of it makes sense and I was remembering all of that and then getting kind of exacerbated by that um second viewing to calm down from the first one i watched it in a bath which i found quite pleasant yeah yeah so that's the opposite Um, of what i did to myself yeah 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 you you were going for trials i was going for how can i i ease this process yeah that's nice um once i was uh, a little bit inebriated and then the other was just this afternoon and i was just sort of watching it with a fever and it the movie already feels like a fever dream yes and so when you're like kind of like dozing in and out it in some ways it kind of works like that's almost like the the mindset that one ought to be in watching this um and it, it just kind of becomes this like blend of uh loosely pieced together impressions and, and plots if you're just like actually having a fever when you're watching it so, so i don't recommend that but it works so take a bunch of ambient before my next watch got it right yeah, yeah you know how like people take like a shit ton of yeah. Benadryl and see the shadow man <laughs> yeah right we're, 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 gonna gonna the, we're gonna see the turtle man <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. exactly um Okay, and then rapid fire notes. You can tell, like, okay, on Star Trek, you know, Data has to, you know, be so stiff and, and be just right. being an android the whole time. Yeah. But then there's Lore, right? And his brother Lore, who, like, is imbued with emotion. And you can tell that Brent Spiner just, like, loves to ham it up. Yeah. And, like, so you can, like, I believe he enjoyed making this movie. Oh, like, yes. I, like, oh he for sure. He's, I think he's the yeah. only... I think he's the only main actor who did. Yeah. Yeah. You can make an um, argument that Dana is having fun on some level, but I think mm-hmm. I think Brent Spiner is having the best time. Yes. yes. I, I, I think, think Dana it's more cynical it. for Dana. <laughs> I mean, um, I feel like I feel like Dana wanted to make the movie, but then it kind of got out of his control and like what he originally wanted it to be. And then he yeah, started to like lose that for a through. second. I don't believe that for a second. I think his movie just sucked. Um, I, I think continue. He, I think like halfway through, just like how Mel Gibson went insane making The Passion. Mm, right. Yeah. 
I think Dana Carvey realized the responsibility that he was shouldering onto himself, right. and he couldn't handle it. You know, like, God only gives his toughest battles to his strongest disciples. (laughs) (laughs) Just like how Noah went crazy after the ark. Did he? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like a thing. He became like a drunk weirdo after the ark. (laughs) That's kind of funny, actually. Uh, Jacob, what else he got? Okay, other rapid fires. Um... Underappreciated line is when he's calling the police and he goes, "My house, it's full of rentsackery." I say this. <laughs> yeah, all the time. yeah, that's a solid line. That's a solid if, line. If I have to clean my room, if I'm like, if I need to do the dish, I say it like that line has stuck with me. And I don't think even until recently, until revisiting, I realized that I, I had drawn it from from this movie. It's just that's a funny. thing that I said. How did uh, how did your fiance enjoy this? Did a lot of things start making sense? Um, I, I, I honestly feel like she, like 20 minutes into it was just like, I'm going to be on my phone now. <laughs> it was not engaged. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's really disrespectful. Yeah, you might need, I'm just going to be honest and I don't want to influence you in any way, but you might need to rethink some things. Yeah. Have yeah. Gotta, gotta have a tough conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's master disguise or nothing. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Cigar maker guy, um, mm-hmm. in the turtle club. Yes. Just next time you're watching that scene, just pretend you're watching Law and Order. He gives <laughs> a, like he would be a perfect Law and Order casting. Like they no, show you're up absolutely and he's right. like, "Oh, yep, I got the vibe. He nails it." Like he like just gives enough but not too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, it's not over the top. You're right cuz every single time yeah. in Law and Order, every time they question like a person, they're always doing something and they're right. like, yeah, "Yeah, I can't tell you all that." <laughs> like yeah i'm here to help. yeah <laughs> like unloading he's qui- yeah he's quietly understated and one of the better actors in the movie maybe and perhaps he was on law and order i feel like every actor was at some point yeah yeah um fabrizio is spelled with two b's that oh. felt weird to me oh yeah. i i have never spelled that right here one second i'm gonna look at my notes i'm gonna tell you fabrizio. right now that i'm pretty sure i never spelled that correctly it, it seems pretty weird to. I always spelled it, it with way, two but... Z's. Yeah. Is it two? Um, How's it spelled? I'm... Is it two Z's? Uh, I'll look it up. Um, Good. I'll when I find it. What one Z? One Z two B. What the fuck? To what yeah. the hell? Yeah. I, yeah, I never once spelled this correctly. I'm looking at my notes right now, and I always have it wrong. I don't spell his name in my notes. I just put dad because I don't feel like spelling Fabrizio. Oh, I don't think of him as a father. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's, he's um, very unsupportive of his son and grand, yeah. and father. Yes. Well. Eh. All right. All right, Jacob. I, I suggest watching the movie in another language. It's brutal. Yeah, um, <laughs> in your in your blog you mentioned that how you watched it in Spanish and how it was like the worst viewing. And Nothing I, land. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. I have the DVD, and that's something I want to do later on when I'm starting to run out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, when you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, that that is a way to mix it up, um, and you'll quickly regret it probably. Um, <laughs> then I want to know more about the toy store guy. I want to know, like, in the deleted scene, why why uh, Bowman went to a toy store. 
may like, or like may not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what was going on there? Um, and and that character seemed at least intriguing enough to have gotten yeah. some airtime in the movie. Yeah, so then, like obviously they thought it was funny enough to put in the like credits, but it's yeah. just confusing because like again like the. Was that supposed to be like after the Gammy Num Num thing or before? Like, what was that? It, yeah, it's a mystery that will never be solved. <laughs> um, and then I guess so. And then my question for you, as as you know, um, I had tried to make that Kickstarter where I would make uh the masters cut, and now that there are multiple masters and there's there's more people in the writer's room for a, a, a perspective um, new version of this movie i want to ask you guys about casting decision oh okay it's starting okay. with who would you keep in the movie like who do you who if you're remaking it you just cast them again okay I, the I have a question character. then i have a question then mm-hmm. if i recast can i pick any actor at any time Alive or dead? Um, or is it just uh, yeah. I let's yeah. Let's just fantasy book it, you know, and just say okay, it can be I would, at um, any time. While I love Rex, recast Rex for Bruce Campbell, he would kill it as Rex. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah. Um, I would keep Trent obviously, and I would keep Gen- Jennifer Esposito. Yeah. Um, I would. The grandpa I can keep. I'm okay with the grandpa being there. I like the grandfather. He, I he would maybe, I would maybe recast him, but like I don't know who it would be, so I'm content to keep Dana Carvey. I, I I'm put, recasting. Yeah. Oh wow, that's bold. Yeah. No. I'm. Who are you putting in for the grandpa? Jay? Yeah. Who? I put Burt Reynolds in as for Bruce. Oh yeah, yeah, that kills it. That kills it. Yeah. All right, all right. I okay. Burt this Reynolds, is. I'm gonna awesome. go crazy with this. This is fantasy shit. I'm gonna go nuts on it. I'm gonna cast a different actor for every disguise. Okay. Wow. Okay. Terry Suave, Sean Connery. Okay. <laughs> Gammy Num Num, Marlon Brando. <laughs> wait. Okay. <laughs> so wait. <laughs> what? 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 Mr. Peru, Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peru, Martin Scorsese. Right. Yeah, yeah. I want to see him do a backflip. I don't know. I don't know. Al, Al Pacino is Quint. <laughs> <laughs> the ship pile, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. <laughs> I want Bo Derek to be played by Tom Holland. And Bo Derek <laughs> to play Cherry Pie Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want The Rock to play Pistachio. No, no, no. The, I would, the dog, I would the cuteness. That. I want Jesse Ventura to play Jessica Simpson. <laughs> and I want Vin Diesel to play Michael Johnson. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we are limiting ourselves here. Think about yeah. it. We could go I, I, crazy I love, on this shit. I want Andy I Kaufman to play the dog. <laughs> Just fucking uh, I love throw shit Captain out there. Actors, that's the cameos. I would get rid of. Um, I'm getting rid of Dana though. I really dislike Dana Carvey now, so I'm, I'm getting rid of him. I do not. I think you're thing. very unfair with Dana Carvey because he's so funny in other things. I love Wayne's World. I don't like Dana Carvey. I've learned. Like he's really the Dana Carvey show was great. 
Yeah, says you. Yeah, and a lot of other people. It's a great show. A lot of oh, like great comedians got their start on that show. I like Garth as well. But I, I'm recasting him. And you know what? Just to piss him off, Mike Myers. <laughs> oh, that is that is a Judas move right there. That, that would be uh, that'd be really good for that Shrek scene. Yeah, would be <laughs> that Shrek scene would instantly improve. <laughs> the kid still does not laugh. <laughs> you know what? I'm changing. I want Vin Diesel to play Barney Baker. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about William Shatner. I feel pretty good about my Haley Joel Osment circa 1999 as Bonnie Baker. Yeah, um, I could work. I, I, yeah. I felt pretty good about uh, just another TNG uh, actor putting Patrick Stewart in as, as Devlin Bowman. It would be that, way more uh, maniacal. A lot more gravitas there. That'd be uh, yeah. interesting. I think he would play uh, downplay it, and I think he would really sell that, like, like the the fart scenes, he would really just like straight face it. I feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the fart would happen, and he'd yeah. just still have that intense like uh, like uh, Professor X vibe. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I could see him selling it. That's really interesting. We got Picard himself. Honestly, uh, I I'd be okay with a remake of this movie with all TNG actors. <laughs> oh so yeah. Get that Reichert maneuver in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A lot, damn. This is, uh, I don't know the, uh, the 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 potential of recasting this movie just like because of the disguises is kind of like limitless. Yeah. Like this is interesting. I still say, Gammy Num Num Marlon Brando is the best though. Yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> like apocalypse yeah. now, Marlon Brando, like end of his career type. Like shit. I have, like absolutely just fucking over it. Yeah, like this guy, like I want him looking miserable, like he is phoning it in. (laughs) I would, I would pay any, I would pay any amount of money to see Marlon Brando say, "Take a gammy off my nummy numb." I would love. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're in luck, Jacob. We have a special guest, (laughs) Marlon Brando. Like, you know when Orson Welles did that, like, wine commercial or something? Yes. And, and he, he like, absolutely, sloshed. like, loses it, and he just is yeah. sloshed, and he fucking yeah. hates it. I want that energy for Marlon Brando. I want Jack Nicholson to play the henchman, the bald one. Yeah. But, like, current day Jack Nicholson, so he has to, like, he has to come out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff here. I, I'm, uh, I, I wouldn't change a single thing about what I just said. Uh, Jacob, I think your best decision you made was to change the score to uh, Metallica's Master of Puppets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got, you got to keep that Master of Disguise song though. That yeah, yeah but gotta, make it remade by Metallica. Yeah, yeah. Get some James Hetfield cover vocals of it. on there. Yeah, and you get may Lou never Reed recognize. Get Lou Reed on it too. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, gross. No, don't do that. Uh, we, we don't need another one of those. But, uh, I would absolutely love if like this movie started like to fucking battery by Metallica. That'd be sick. <laughs> um, the opening credit. <laughs> it's just All one. right, Jacob, uh, did you have anything else? Uh, no, those were those were my rapid fires. So, um, hell yeah. That, well, uh, hell yeah. Fun. This is good. This is I, uh, so we can sort of start wrapping up now. 
Um, um, do we have Jacob, any uh, final uh, thoughts here? No, we don't. I don't. Um, just like Dave? just like the Turtle Club scene uh, during the Dark Side of the Skies, I've got brain damage watching this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, as for stretch. next, as for next episode, I believe we don't know who our guest will be. Oh, uh, we do. We, we know who our guest is. It's uh, we we have a friend coming on next month. Oh, Sorry. is that confirmed? Yeah, he he's in. Okay, because he, he, he needs to start watching it this week. Yeah, we should text him. Um, okay. <laughs> he, uh, I love how yeah, we wrote we, people in. Oh, I will point out, anyone listening, this movie is now on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyone listening to this who wants to watch it, if you have access to HBO, uh, it's on there. And I don't um, want to say we got it on, but... Yeah, I'm just saying that like, welcome, we America. built the hype, and HBO was like, oh shit. We gotta <laughs> so many people it. are calling... On our hotline and asking for Master yeah, Disguise. The famous HBO request hotline. Yeah, the, the very famous one that we all know. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh okay, man, so they, many people. How, how does that work? Do they have to pay money to, to yeah. put it on Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right? It could be like a package deal, right? Yeah, I think they would have to make a deal with like the studio. It was so, like, Happy Madison? Happy but Happy Madison... On HBO. But is, aren't they Netflix usually? Um... Yeah, they are, but I think they uh, have a lot of movies on HBO right now. Interesting. Um, but they have a lot of like Netflix produced movies. I think Billy Madison's on there. Yeah, on I know Little Nicky's on HBO right now. Huh. Uh, I mean, Billy Madison, I like Little Nicky, not so much. But like on Netflix right now, is like that's my boy. Yeah, and all those original ones like Ridiculous Six. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know. I'd love to know the going rate for the Master of Disguise. Like, if you just isolated it, and like yeah. how much you'd have to pay to put it on. Like, I, I, I'd like to know exactly the amount of money that HBO had paid. to pay to Happy Madison <laughs> to get. Master and they're probably like, man, these, uh, yeah. these, this guy just keeps watching it so much on here. I don't know. <laughs> do they? Do they? Do you think that like Happy Madison had to beg them? Like, please. Like, you you could pay us a little bit less. Just put it on there. We'll pay you. Yeah, yeah we'll pay you. It's free. And they're like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not so sure about this, but <laughs> all right, we could uh we could call it quits there. Jacob, thank you so very much. Thanks. Yeah, thank yeah, you thanks, for coming on. Thank you guys. Uh, no, it's we, been it's been a ton of fun, and and uh, thanks for for sharing the burden of of being the masters of the master of disguise. Hey, now I wouldn't want it any other way. I hope you feel better soon. Yeah, we're a Thank real you. band of brothers now. Yeah, uh, yeah. just yeah. like uh, just like World War Two vets. We bonded are bonded by linked. destiny. Um, Bond, bonded in blood. Uh, yeah, Jacob, <laughs> if you uh, you are a friend of the show now, if you have any uh, further observations, uh, definitely send them our way. We are happy yep. uh, to relay yeah, them. Please, anytime. Uh, and and we'll do. I'll uh, I'll light up the email with uh, with observations. Yeah. Maybe email, maybe I'll watch it again. No guarantees hey. that I'll watch it again. Maybe. You've I, I don't time. know. If you, you don't have. To. I don't know. If, I don't know if you, you can step away. Time. It's going to be hard to step away. I think. You know, just like any it's addict, a, it's they always relapse. Such a big part of our lives. It's yeah, uh, yeah it's true. It, it's hard. It's like when Kelsey Grammer finally stepped away from Fraser Crane after 20 years of television. No, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone <laughs> okay. really cares sure. about Fraser. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> 
All right, and that bonus episode is going to come out sometime this month. Um, it's just a straight-up interview with Jacob where we uh, find out exactly what the fuck is wrong with him. Yeah. And us. <laughs> gone sexual. Yeah, um, gone sexual, not clickbait. <laughs> Yeah, I I, uh, hope everyone has a great rest of their day, and uh, see you next month. Yeah, see you next month. Bye, everybody. Love you. Goodbye. Love you all. All right, all you turtles and turtets. That's the show. Have yourself a wonderful evening. Bye bye.